Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, discussing the 2022 FIFA World Cup and what a tournament it has been. So many surprises so far. And uh, yet to unpack everything with me is uh, Chadley Nagel as well as Desh Patab. Gentlemen, good to have you back in the Hit the Target studio. It's been an excellent World Cup, full of twists and turns. We don't know what's coming next. Happy with what you've seen so far, Chad? Well, um... Not so much because I'm a Germany fan. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a I'm a big lover of the Germans. So yeah, that that ups, that result was obviously disappointing mm-hmm. for me. But in terms of the World Cup so far, I think it's been it's been good. Mm-hmm. I think there's uh, upsets are always welcomed on yeah. on the global stage, and I think um, yes, a lot of it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to really get there to get your hands on the trophy this time because the the so-called lesser sides are punching above their weight, and I think um, yeah, it promises to be a good tournament according to what we've seen so far. Yeah, let's stay on the topic of Group E then, Desh, because Chad spoke about Germany. Obviously, they lost two uh, one to Germany. Um, at Japan, rather. Um, Spain, in that same group, beat Costa Rica 7-0. Now, Spain and Germany are up next on Sunday. And based on how the first game went, so the first round of matches, you sort of expect Spain to win. And then sort of that leaves Germany with the possibility of going out before they even play their third game. Of course, it depends on how Japan do against Costa Rica. Yeah, the fact that that is a possibility is absolutely wild. Um, I know the Spanish... Uh, Outfit came out came out of the blocks flying. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, seven goals. But besides that, they recorded a thousand and forty-five passes. Yeah, that's a job. One thousand and forty-five <laughs> passes. That is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think the first half was four hundred and something. Mm-hmm. Um, that being a new record in the World Cup. In the World Cup, yeah, that sure. no team has made that many passes in the first half. Mm-hmm. Earlier that day, Germany did make it, mm-hmm. but it was. Absolutely smashed by Spain, who made more than a hundred than them in that first half. Crazy. Yeah, Costa Rica had zero shots. Um, just tells you everything about what, that Spanish side. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it looks like they really are other ones to progress. Um, and then, as you said, it's how they fare against Germany. That is yeah. looking like a must win for Germany. Uh, it's a it's a big task for Germany. Uh, also, because I I expect. Japan to get the get a positive results over Costa Rica. In yeah. fact, I'm I'm very confident that they will win. So it makes it even more of a mammoth task for Germany to qualify because we know that Spain are all but uh, you know qualified. Right now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, especially even if it were to come down to goal difference or you know uh, Spain just have the quality uh, and they've 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 got the the good goal difference having scored seven goals already. Oh. And you know there was much said about Spain's. Um, Attacking uh, play, they you know people criticised Spain when we are looking at the contenders at the start of the World Cup. We are looking at Spain and we are like, yes, this team you can never write them off. They have a quality in their side, uh, you know the likes of uh, Sergio Busquets, the up and coming players like Gavi and Pedri. They like no one doubted their quality, but many um, felt like they they lacked a little bit of bite up front. But that we that's not proven to be the case because you know scoring seven goals. You don't uh, do that with terrible attacks. Yeah, and you, you don't see that at the World Cup. I mean, I remember, I, I, I think it could have been the 2002 World Cup where, where Germany actually beat Saudi Arabia yeah. 8-0. This yeah, is, yeah. yeah, scoring like these types of score lines is just unheard of. Once in a lifetime. Yeah. Um, so can we safely say on this podcast that Germany will not progress 
through past the group stage dish for me it would have to be how leroy sane performs he didn't play uh yesterday mm-hmm. and you know he's a big player they have been fielding musiala and um kai havertz in attack i'm not sure if that's the best decision right now obviously you know yeah. the bayern base players mm-hmm. just know where their goals are yeah um obviously that's been nab yeah former formerly of former arsenal so are you not saying germany are if they play mm-hmm. leroy sane and and serge nabri i'm sure they'll carry the attack mm-hmm. further than where musiala and havertz like yeah. what they're yeah. doing right now Uh, well, well, for me, obviously, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think it will be an early exit for Germany because, ha- because had had they had they at least drawn that that game, I think yes, okay, mm-hmm. then at least they have a points on the board. But you know, they Spain are going to win, and yeah. then it leaves them needing three points and relying on other results, and it's just yeah, it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, uh, let's speak about Spain's chances then, because um, we were debating off air. They've got a young team, Chad. You've mentioned the likes of Gavi and Pedri. Yeah. It also shows what the statements Luis Enrique has made because everyone criticizes at the start. Chad, you mentioned the attacking options that's left behind, but in midfield, Thiago's not there. At the back, Sergio Ramos isn't there. Yeah. He chose to go with, you know, an unpopular squad. Yeah. And first game, 7-0. Next yeah. game, who knows what they could do. They could and Germany there an early exit. How far can the team uh, go in the World Cup? Well, I think you know the Spain or we always expect them to be up there um you know competing mm-hmm. uh, for the World Cup. And, but I I do think that they've made a it was a statement victory. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like they we couldn't knew, have done more. Yeah, they, we we knew that they were going to um you know um to to breeze through mm-hmm. uh breeze past their opponents Costa Rica but it was just the manner of the results you know they they have quality you know you talk about youth uh um, and Luis Enrique uh, deserving some credit arguably the best manager at the World Cup by the way yeah. uh Luis Enrique mm-hmm. and i think also um i i think that Spain have the right blend of youth and experience you know that we mentioned the likes of Ferran uh, uh, Pedri Gavi there's Ferran Torres there's mm-hmm. there's youth uh, players Omar. but they're not really up and com- and comers they like really like they they've they've done something you know mm-hmm. like many of them um and i think also with the with the experience um you know the steel of uh Sergio Busquets in midfield you've got Cesar Pelicueta at the back Rodri uh, Rodri i think um yeah it's i think this team i i think yeah they can go all the way i really think so i don't expect them to do it but i you just can't rule them out after performances like that yeah Uh Des Chad mentioned uh one of the best coaches of course at the World Cup is Luis Enrique but another name um we sort of have to mention when we talk about spectacular coaches is Havrenard um his Saudi Arabia squad uh or team rather beats Argentina in probably the biggest shock of the opening round um of fixtures what's your thoughts on Saudi Arabia but more importantly Argentina and their chances um you know TikTok was absolutely taken over by <laughs> Saudi Arabia's victory. Um yeah. I believe the presidents or like the the royalty over there mm-hmm. declared a national holiday, public holiday <laughs> the very crazy, next yeah. day. Sure. That just goes to show how yeah. powerful sport is yeah. and what a results can do for not only you yeah. but your country, nation, yeah, your yeah. nation. Yeah. 11 players and a coach I don't think he's Saudi. Um, yeah, no, don't quote I, me on that, but I, yeah, it's yeah. not so, so. But that just goes to show what mm-hmm. eleven players and you know staff can 
can do for mm. for entire nation. Um, Argentina didn't score from open play. I think Messi's penalty was, was yeah. Um, but they let the lead slip. Do you know what I mean? Like it was a come I from behind victory. Is yeah, because that Argentina scored. Of of course, they scored first, and then they were pegged back to one one, and then they just didn't kick on mm. from there. It was all Saudi Arabia after that, and. For me, that's worrying signs because you look at France and how they went one a goal down to Australia, and you know just the other teams, back, yeah. yeah, just the other teams who Spain, Spain were three up, yeah, didn't stop, didn't yeah. take their foot off yeah. the pedal, and I feel like that's what could hold Argentina back if they do make it to the latter stages. Mm. Yeah, I don't think they will though. Well, before I dive into uh, my thoughts on uh, Argentina, I have to pay respect to Havrenard. You said Havrenard, a quality manager. Nice to see. Uh, um, you know, nice to see him take on the, the, the task of coaching a side like, uh, Saudi Arabia, who have a shambolic record in the, in the World Cup. You know, mm-hmm. they've got a couple 3-0, 5-0, 8-0 scores, yeah. uh, score lines in the past. A lot of people, um, you know, um, saw them as the whipping boys in the group and uh, no doubt about about it that Argentina probably went into that game thinking it just probably expecting to win yeah. before a ball was even kicked off and they paid the price for it I think Havrenard uh, just pay respect to him what a fantastic manager I think um, any coach who can win an AFCON with uh, Zambia deserves massive credit and he's yeah. a two-time winner by the way he's won it with Ivory Coast as well so he's used to working with uh, top players uh, club uh, his record at, at club level didn't didn't wasn't so great so he I think uh, he's a good international manager this is his this is where he shines and I think um, yeah Saudi Arabia could could surprise even even more in in the tournament I, I really think so yeah I think definitely a team to look out for a nation to uh, keep your yeah. eyes on. Um, As for Argentina, though, I just feel like, you know, there's just, there's a lot of, I, I just look at this team and I think, I see p- enormous potential, um, but there's a lot of questions that, that like, you know, just, there's, there's just some decisions by uh, the manager that just, that just leave me puzzled. Like mm. Lionel Messi, obviously, he's a forward player. Everybody knows that for his country, understandable, he sits deep. But it's like at the same time, you look at the the balls that come in, into that, that 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 penalty area, and you you would want to see Messi on the end of that. Yeah. And you know, Lautaro Martinez is a good good player, but it's just not the same. Mm. Di Maria also, I felt like he was drifting too much on the wide instead of like coming closer to Messi and and you know trying to create something through the middle. Um, they were just one dimensional Argentina, mm. and, and I think I, I don't want to be too hard on them because you know. Prior to that game, they were 36 games unbeaten. Mm. So, you you know, you just can't write them off. You know the quality that they have. I'd like to see them bounce back for Messi's sake. Yeah. Um, there's one team that's also made huge headlines in the opening round was England, of course. Uh, they're always making headlines for positive and negative reasons. But this time it was a positive reason. They won uh, against Iran. They beat them 6-2. Uh, Ukayo Saka scoring a brace, a couple of other goals as well. What's your take on them? Um, because obviously to score six goals is quite impressive, but many people are looking at the negatives, which they often do when, when it comes to England, and so they should, probably shouldn't have conceded two goals. Yeah, um, I actually want to start on the forward that scored his two goals. Mm-hmm. Mehdi Taremi put some respect on his name. Yeah. Like, honestly, to get a brace against a team that's... I, just I don't know put- why. I thought you were going to say sucker. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Soccer, yeah. But really, I see. But that yeah. just goes to show, and I'm yeah. sure the the viewers as well, yeah. guys. The Iranian forward yeah. Mehdi Tarami is really yeah. not one to be trifled with. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been in the headlines. He yeah. plays for Porto, but I've watched him yeah. and his quality. Yeah. The last year, I think they played against Juventus, knocking them out. I think Ronaldo's in that team yeah. at that or. Was it? It might have been a year before. Yeah. Yeah. But he's really one to watch for those punters out there that'll be looking. Anytime goal scored against USA and Wales. For the rest of the tournament, not even like really. Um, But you're on England. One thing has to be like, I'm really, really happy that so many different players, Mm. big names, you know, for Premier League um, punters, big names. You know, you got your Rashfords. Grealish, mm. very important goal for him. Um, Sterling, obviously, getting on the score sheet. As you said, the soccer brace, he looks yeah. very important. Mm-hmm. Jude Bellingham opening the scoring. Yeah, I think fantastic. opening his account yeah. for the three lines as well. Yeah. Very good. But no Harry Kane. Well, he's he's a doubt. He's a massive doubt. But I mean, yeah. they scored six goals without him. Yeah. yeah. So for, for years, he was the, the number one. You know, of yeah. course, it's Tottenham. Yeah. Undisputed, but if England scores six goals, you expect to see Harry Kane on the scores. Definitely, very, very shocking for me. As you said, he is a doubt. So, um, but the the players are stepping up. Yeah, you know, like so. What do you do on that Harry Kane note? What do you do if Harry Kane, your top striker, isn't injured, or let's just say he's touch and go? England have three points from a possible three already. Do you switch it up? We've seen Manchester City play Phil Foden as that false nine or Jack Grealish or Raheem Sterling uh, actually for England in the past has played in that false nine position. Is that something you would do or would you bring a Callum Wilson who... For me, who it'll, be, it'll be straight swap Rashford. I think Rashford he's, I think he's mm-hmm. itching so for... He's come on and scored as well. Yeah. And he, he'll be ready for an opportunity yeah. to impress from you the like start. You like that chat, Rashford as a nine? I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like a false nine. Maybe because I was a striker when I used to play soccer. Uh, I, just, I, prefer, I, prefer, much I prefer a striker. I prefer a, a, a target man. And, mm-hmm. and um, I think... Harry Kane is obviously world class, one of the best in his position in the world. But would it be Callum Wilson or Marcus I, for Rashford? Me, for me, maybe Marcus Rashford has more of a case because he is playing in that position for Manchester United, mm. and he did come on and actually score. He looked lively, mm. and I know he'll be hungry uh, for and hoping for an opportunity to impress from the start. I just, I just think Callum Wilson. It's um, more of a like for like with Kane. Like, don't get me wrong, Harry Kane is light years ahead of him, mm. but I, I just think that. It's just, it's just more of a similar, similar um, mold mm-hmm. in, ter- in, in terms of the of a target man, and I just think I'd like to see Callum Wilson in, but I, yeah. I, I think I have a feeling it'll be Rashford if Kane isn't ready. Um, of course, at the time of recording, we haven't seen every single nation play yet. Um, I still feel like we ha- we are yet yeah. to see the the champions of this World Cup play. Um, of course. This is uh, a Thursday podcast and Portugal or Brazil haven't played. I think yeah. one of the winners will come from them. Uh, a lot of I people think, are saying the World Cup starts today. <laughs> I think the World Cup starts uh, today. Uh, in fact, we've got to get this podcast wrapped up so we can go back uh, to our TVs. But um, yeah, Chad, has, has your opinion changed um, on who you think is going to win the World Cup now? Um, if No, it has. It Based has on not. the first round of fixtures. So for, for those uh, of the listeners who, who don't know, mm. uh, my prediction at the start of the tournament is Brazil. And not only has my opinion not changed, but I think I've got more confidence yeah, uh, watching the games yeah. go on. And, and this is without even seeing Brazil. I'm looking at opposition. I'm looking at Argentina, who don't look the same. Germany uh, look beatable. Um, Spain, are, Spain are good. Uh, 
France, obviously, are contenders as well, but without the likes of uh, Karim Benzema, uh, N'Golo Kante, Paul Pogba, I just think you, you, uh, you're even mentioning Portugal, and, and, and that's kind of kind. I, I just feel like Brazil, Brazil can win this tournament in, in first gear. That's how, that's how much quality they have. Like, yeah. I, you just, like we spoke about it in, in, la- in last week's podcast, the amount of quality that they have to, for, for a coach like Tite to even leave out the likes of, uh, Arsenal's defender Gabriel, um, uh, Gabriel and also, um, uh, Roberto Firmino from Liverpool. Mm. That, to, to leave out those players, that's just the quality. And you know, that they're disposal. I don't think they'll miss those players. And I feel like those players could add so much quality to an England squad, a Netherlands squad, an those, Argentina squad. They'll probably squad. start for like a lot of top, top countries. 100%. Yeah. I think we were recording, uh, recording the soccer betting news video, uh, earlier this week. And I said, you know, Ayanda Vezi asked me, um, who I think if my opinions change. And I said, Brazil, you look at their goalkeeping departments. You yeah. could argue that Alisson's the best goalkeeper in the world right now. Thiago Silva is probably the best defender in the tournament. The midfield of Bruno Guimaraes, Paqueta, those players will, uh, Casemiro, they will yeah, dominate any, insane. they'll dominate any midfield. And then Neymar, I feel like this is his time to, to make himself, yeah. um, a, a great and put himself amongst the Pele's, Rivaldos and yeah. Ronaldo's. Uh, but and then you've, you've got the likes of Vinicius, you've got the likes of Gabriel, I mean, yeah. uh, Gabriel Jesus and Anthony, Martinelli. you know, Martinelli, like, yeah. should, there's just so much quality mm-hmm. that they have. They can actually field out two teams and pick the second one, the, yeah. the least favorable one, and they'll still do, get the job done. You know what I'm trying to hear? I'm trying to hear Tisha's opinion because off air he's been quite vocal that, you know, he doesn't share the same sentiments as, no, uh, as the rest of the world. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Tish, just tell our listeners, uh, who's going to win the World Cup and why? <laughs> well, I'm not a betting man. <laughs> you shouldn't follow my lead on that, but um, I'm. I would say they would go far, mm. but I can't see them winning. That's what I'm saying. Um, both coaches are very experienced; like they've been with their respective countries for probably like several. Yeah, some time now. Portugal. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the that that manager lifting. Silverware as well, yeah, you know, it's got some big, big trophies in the and bag. Nations League, actually. Yeah, um, obviously he's got his uh, star striker as well, <laughs> having just uh, parted away with England's Manchester United. He's more happier now. He so, could be. So yeah, this could be. I think he's got more thing. to prove now, and I, I think his <laughs> exit at Man United couldn't have been more timely because now the he's world is watching. Now. You know, he's auditioning for I another get club. That statement, but at the same time, it's just it's so unfortunate that we have to even say that Cristiano Ronaldo has something to prove. No, and I, I do get the I do get mm. what you what you mean, and I understand it. But it's just like you know, a player of that caliber. I mean, what? What ha- what does he really have to prove? Like he's it's so unfortunate. Um, like people are looking at like you know a lot of what's happening uh, behind the scenes and the rift between uh, Manchester United and Cristiano Ronaldo. But if we're talking football, this man is you know he's he's done it all. Expect uh, he's won. He's led his country to uh, international success. Yes, not the World Cup, the 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 Nations League, and he did it all from the sidelines even. Yeah, uh, I I, d- I don't disagree with what you're saying. But I also need to add the fact that the biggest fan base in the world is currently against you. And you wanted this because you went into an interview hoping something would happen. And I feel like that's that, that was Ronaldo's plan. You can't yeah. say what you said hey, look, and expect to still be a Man United player. Eyes, he's, he's I, feel like he got, I feel like he got what he wants. So yeah. now he needs to justify it on the pitch because that's the only way. He's not going to have another interview for a while. Yeah. He, now he needs to step onto the pitch and say, 
look, this is why I said what I said, and this is why I feel like Man United will miss me as their top goal scorer last season, and this is what I could do for another club. I feel like he's got something to prove. I'm only putting Portugal in the same conversation with Brazil because of him. And I feel like Brazil have the quality chat. We just went through the whole yeah. squad of 23, but yeah. they don't. They simply don't have a Ronaldo, and that's what Portugal have. So yeah. I, I think it's it's that's between true. those two. I think uh, you actually asked and answered your question. <laughs> um, and it comes back to, yeah. he, does he still have it? Mm. You know, yeah. like, yeah, well, he'll, never, he'll, never, he'll never have to prove anything. Mm. Yeah. But it's like, does he still have it? Mm. For me personally, I think he's off to Bayern Munich. I think that uh, Chupo Moting is leading the line for them yeah. at this he's time of doing recording. He's doing pretty well, I must say. Yeah, uh, well, but yeah, he's no Cristiano Ronaldo. Exactly. So we, uh, look, I suppose we can say that about every player. Yeah. The line. Uh, yeah, he's good, but he's no Cristiano Ronaldo. Look, I would like Cristiano Ronaldo to have uh, to silence his critics, um, his football critics. Not mm. the, I'm not talking about guys who don't like Ronaldo. The media. Because no, yeah. some guys, who some just guys like don't Messi like Ronaldo just because, because they, they like Messi, Messi yeah. which is kind of ridiculous. But if you love football, you love Cristiano Ronaldo and you love Messi. That's just my take on it. But I would like to see Ronaldo, um, you know, silence these these critics and, you know, just show his quality. I don't believe that. Look, he's, I'm not, he's, he's certainly past his prime, but I, I still think that there's plenty left in the Tank. Just to get back on the universe's good side, I feel like it's it's what football. We, means. we don't look even if we don't like Cristiano mm. Ronaldo, we don't want to see a player of that caliber yeah. go out like this, you know. Mm. Uh, so Chad, you said Brazil will win the World Cup. I've said Brazil will win the World Cup. Dish. I'm saying Brazil won't win the World Cup. <laughs> we need. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, at least we need a clear answer. Um, Netherlands. For me, they. They are looking like they were looking very bad actually mm. against Senegal, but they came away with they came away with a two 0 Yeah, yeah. I think there were there were very late goals, unconvincing performance. Yeah. Um. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, just on the Ronaldo, just like to add my two cents. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't throw that armband because I've seen him throw the captain's armband way too many times for my liking, mm. and it it really is like. So his, unfair. his um, legacy is already tarnishing in Desha's mind. Yeah. Um, Basically. Yeah, you know, I've, I've if watched he, some... If he scores a goal and throws the... <laughs> no, but... <laughs> <laughs> if you guys have seen, but it's it's quite... Yeah, it just really irks me, you know, when he, mm. when he disrespects yeah. the club or, like, the country or, like, his, mm. his teammates like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just on on your that note there... I, I need an answer who's going to win the World Cup. Netherlands. I know you are not to Brazil. Say. Not Brazil isn't a team. <laughs> Maybe Netherlands. <gosh. laughs> I knew I'd get it out of you. Uh, yeah, that's all we have time for. Uh, we hope you are out there enjoying uh, the 2022 FIFA World Cup. If you like Chad and I, back Brazil all the way. I mean, you still got time to to back them in a couple more games and as an outright winner. And, and if you're on the fence like this, I mean, play around with your multiples. Uh, Include Netherlands in them. Or the Iranian scorer. There you go. And uh, yeah, I think that's all we have time for, gentlemen. Until next week then. Cheers, guys. Enjoy the football. Cheers. Cheers, everybody.